The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Anyway, closer to home, you might have seen these new billboards in parts of South Dublin, Rathmines and Randallad. There were old paper billboards there and now they've been replaced by these LED billboards. In other words, they are much, much brighter than what was there uh, before. Someone who knows all about how bright they are is Diana O'Dwyer. She lives next door to one of them. Diana, you're very, very welcome to the show. I mean, when I say you live next door, how close are you? Can you see the shine from this in your home? Thanks, Kieran. Um, yeah, like, or we live on a terrace of houses that's literally like just perpendicular to this massive um, six meter by six meter electronic billboard that's like flashing a different ad with a different color every ten seconds right into our house, just totally lighting up the whole front of our house like a disco. It's totally unbearable. Like since it's, since they turned it on on Saturday. So I just want for people who don't know it or they haven't seen pictures, it, it's like basically a big television, is it? Yeah, it's huge. It's like, um, you know, those massive screens they have in Times Square or like a big screen they'd have on at a rock concert or something. It's like that. And it's just like, you know, a stone's throw from my kid's bedroom window, like when I'm trying to put them to sleep at night. And does it go right throughout the night? I mean, if you go into the kids' rooms at three, four in the morning, are the lights flashing? Yeah, it's 24-7, yeah. Um, um, did you know about it in advance, Diana, that it was replacing an no, old plane billboard that no, was there? Uh, no, we didn't. Like, um, like we moved in four years ago and they've always had paper billboards there, you know. Um, and like we didn't realise until they turned it on on Saturday that this was happening because when they put the billboard up, we were actually away on our summer holiday, like, um, so the first, literally the first we knew of it was um, on Saturday night when they turned it on. We were just like, what's that light, you know? And, and, and looked out in horror to see this thing. Yeah. Can I ask, what, what type of things are they advertising? Um, well, it was um, Sky and McDonald's were advertising on it. But um, since there's been bad publicity about it now today, they're after pulling their advertising from the billboard. But it actually doesn't make the situation much better for us at the moment because it's now just every 10 seconds, it's alternating between three ads for the billboard, one of which is like a giant um, 36 square meter eye um, that says, I am eye catching. And it's just like, All right. it's like something. Yeah, the, the, the eye of the eye of Sauron is the eye of Sauron yeah. is watching you closely uh, uh, as you sleep and your children. Um did, did you get in touch with anyone locally, local authorities, council offices about this? Um, yeah, we did. Yeah, um, Like I got on to all the local councillors um, about it. Um, so like I haven't heard anything from the council themselves about it yet. Like they are the ones giving planning permission for these things all across the city. Like it's not just here. I've been hearing loads more people saying that there's planning permissions in or they've already gone up in like Kevin Street, Crown Brassel Street. Like they just seem to have a policy of giving out planning permissions for mm. these things, which is ridiculous, you know. And on board Panola as well um, uh, have also approved it. Like, so, I mean, it raises questions about them as well, like what they think they're doing. Like there was two objections to it during the planning process, but like neither of them were about the residents who were living right beside it. It was about traffic concerns and like the general look of the area was what was complained about. But like we were totally oblivious to all this happening because the council didn't make any effort to, you know, contact yeah. us or consult with any of the residents about it. And like obviously nobody would ever agree to this. Like they should be banned like full stop. 
and and if if the if the curtains are closed at night, does the light still get in? Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Okay, like, there's no way to block this out. Like we have shutters. Um, we have like on the windows. I've actually made an appointment like with a place to get like blackout blinds or whatever in, but you'd need to have them on like during the day because it's so bright that it flashes up the whole front of the house different colours even during the day. So if you're sitting in your sitting room, like you basically need to have your house in permanent blackout blind darkness to not be disturbed by it. Well, listen, Diana, Ian Lumley is with me in studio, the head of advocacy with uh, Antashka. Uh, Ian, uh, Diana's kind of suggesting there's a kind of a proliferation of these around the city and, and quite possibly beyond that. Um, if advertisers deem them successful here, they surely are an eyesore, aren't they? Well, advertisers are doing it because they think they're going to make more money out of it by aggressive advertising. And they're also a complete insult to the areas they're located in because they're deliberately designed high on the corners of buildings at traffic junctions. So they're targeting motorists stuck in traffic lights and that's their target of their target audience. In fact, they're a traffic hazard because they're distracting motorists at busy pedestrian crossing junctions like this one between Rathmines and Rathgar Road. But this one is even worse, you know, it goes way beyond the problems with many of the others uh, around the city and indeed in other Irish cities. This is an issue in Cork also. Um, this one has been done with total disregard to the to the adjoining residents. It shows that our planning system doesn't work, you know, an obscure notice in a window on a building. Who notices that if something of huge impact yeah, would happen to you? Explain the process to me because we didn't get into it with Diana there, but I understand, yeah, there was a small notice in an Eddie Rockets uh, around the corner in the window of it and that was deemed sufficient kind of public notice of this change. Is that all you have to do? Yes, that that's all. Just one notice on the actual building where the thing is located. But in this case, the entrances to the houses people affected would be would be would be would be would be further down so they you know people wouldn't necessarily see you can't be expected to be following no notices in every in every in every, in every window and then there's a newspaper advertisement system so there's no obligation to consult residents but this is another example of the you know where the planning system is just failing it was granted by Dublin City Council there was a deal done to take down uh, poster hoardings uh, up on the north side of the city in Dorset Street which has nothing to do with with, with, with rat mines and there was an appeal taken to onboard Panola so the whole idea of having the appeal system is in this case by the independent councillor Mannix Flynn and that very much highlights the the issue of impact on residents and you know there must be now mounting concern about the competence of Ambor Panala. I looked through the the inspector's report and the board uh, decision and it was totally cursory. It wasn't a proper uh, adjudication of the of the issue of residential impact. It just paraphrased um, um, arguments made by by the developer and just rubber stamped the uh, the thing. And then there's complicated planning conditions that it, you know the illuminations be a certain level. Um, well, you know, who but an expert consultant in in illumination can 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 address or ensure that that's complied with? We simply we simply don't know. The, We're obviously complaining now to the city yeah. council, like a lot of other people. There's strikes me there's kind of two issues here. There's the the planning system that allows these to be erected with very little consultation uh, to people, and then there's the kind of the separate issue, and, and arguably it's the more important one, certainly from my point of view. Maybe you disagree, and it's whether we should actually be putting these up in the first place. They're completely out of place in in a in a in a, in, in an urban area and any sort of area where there's people living and an attractive neighbourhood like 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 the Rath Mines area an old an old city neighbourhood because this is a really aggressive thing. It's ne- you know the old poster paper um, 
uh, billboards. You know, they go back years, but this is way more ag- aggressive and deliberately so. And that's why it's it's deliberately done on these on 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 these corners. Oh, you can, and you gables can and buildings. see why advertisers would want them there. I remember there used to be a, a big screen uh, uh, at the end of kind of Patrick Street when you're crossing the River Lee when I was in college this is over 20 years ago and there used to be an ad on it for an Anthony Hopkins lookalike now, I know it sounds like a joke but really that was the ad on it and it was before these were kind of ubiquitous uh, anywhere but the reason I remember it is because they are so eye-catching and you couldn't but be on a bus or a car or a bicycle and crossing the river and not completely get caught staring at this huge television it's deliberately so, and it flashes all night. So, that, so in this case, I mean the proximity of of the people living in the terrace of houses, just at right angles to it, direct. You could almost you know, look out the window, and there, and 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 there it is, flashing day and night with this massive impact. Do you think we give too little regard to the kind of the the, the built environment and what it looks like in this country? I know in some kind of. Parts of Ireland, local authorities have have bylaws wherein there's there's no neon signs allowed outside of buildings, for example, because they are conscious of what the you know the main street, the main thoroughfare uh, looks like. Uh, it seems very little regard given to what the streets look like with this decision. Yeah, this is. I mean, we've been doing reports and Antashka's been raising concern about this for quite a lot of years, uh, not just in, in, in Dublin, but our public realm in in, uh, in general. And we need to be looking at, you know, the best European cities and how they how they how they present themselves and, and avoid and, and avoid clutter and unnecessary advertising. All right. Well, listen, Ian, thanks a million for uh, joining us uh, in studio. Ian Lumley is head of advocacy with Antashka. Diana O'Dwyer lives next door to one of these uh, billboards in uh, South County. Don't know if you two are close to one and it's impacted you. Let me know. 53106. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.